Hello and welcome back to Marriage the Good. The Bad. The Funny. I'm Samuel Pitcher. And I'm Sarah Pitcher. And it is November 24th, 2019. Let's get into it. A little bit of a break there. Yeah. We uh, we aren't very consistent, are we? Well, I don't know. Last weekend was an exception. I mean, we pulled an all-nighter. We had a late game night. We're just not as young as we used to be. <laughs> We're so old. So, so old. Do you want to go into detail as to what we did last week for those who might not be familiar with the concept? I don't know. You're the blabbermouth. Why don't you start it off? Oh, boy. Well, I figured I'd give you the chance to, you know, start this thing off right. But if you want me to explain it. You go right ahead. Fine. This all-nighter is known as Word of Life Reverb. It is an all-night event, hence why we say all-nighter. I know. I'm blabbing, aren't I? Yes. It is a youth ministry, so I am a Sunday school teacher for my church. And once a year... We go out to this event where it starts off with a hockey game with a local AHL team. Then it goes into a rally after the ice that goes until about midnight. And then the real fun begins because then we get to spend all night going to different venues. Usually two sports domes that have various, as you can imagine, sports such as soccer. But it has cool stuff like bubble soccer, laser tag, um, nine square, football. Pretty much any sport you can imagine. Dodgeball. Inflatables. Inflatables. And then some board games as well. And then carpet ball, which we love, but we never get to play. Yeah, well, I mean, we are the adults, so. Yeah, we have to be the ones, you know, not playing. We have to let the kids have fun. Name. And it also entails bowling. All into the wee hour of 6 a.m. So this thing starts at 6 and ends at 6 p.m. and ends at 6 a.m. the next day. And you yawning made me yawn because just talking about staying up all night has made us tired again. Yep. And as we said, we're getting old. So that's why we were still recuperating last week. You know, it's it's hard work making these grade-A podcasts for our wonderful listeners. It is. You know, it is. <laughs> I gotta be, a, you know, peak mental state to... Make these podcasts. To sit this close to me and talk about stuff? Yeah. It takes all your mental strength. It does. You're right. Fine. That's where we were. But now we're back into it with at least two more questions that you have. Yep. Okay. I haven't read. I haven't seen these questions yet, so you're excited about it. So why don't you kick us off here? All right. So the first one is, think of a time when you were being a bit more hard on your partner than you needed to be. What was the result and was it worth it? So this is every day for you. Excuse me. (laughs) Ha ha ha. (laughs) No, but I can speak to one occasion just that happened today that as I reflect on it. Oh boy. Just today. Please elaborate. It's we're going to go recent as today. Yes. As recent as today. So I happen to be looking at my bank account. And noticed that a certain charge was on my credit card that I wasn't expecting. Mm. Mm. And it, I mean, it was a pretty substantial charge. Not, you know, $5 coffee at Starbucks or something like that. No, it was our pet's flea collar. And uh, I was under the assumption that, you know, Samuel, my very loving husband, that I shouldn't have to spell things out for sometimes 
decided to pick it up and use my credit card for it. Well, due to extenuating circumstances with some plumbing issues that we've had as of late, um, I was already annoyed, shall I say, and um, that just kind of threw me over the edge that, oh, so I was really the one that paid for it, even though you picked it up. And I just spent a whole bunch of money on plumbing. I figured, you know, you could handle that that smaller charge of a flea collar. You would think that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I know. That's that's a horrible thing to think about. So I did kind of give you a really hard time about it. Yeah, you did. I kept trying to, you know, soften the blow and change the subject and send you funny things. Yep. Well, once I'm on a mission, I'm on a mission. So am I allowed to defend myself? Myself. Yourselves? Who? We are many. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> That's another topic. Um, well, no, it's asking what the result was. Now, I mean, did I get my point across? Yes. Was it necessarily worth it? No, because the money's spent. Um, I mean, yes, I can recoup my losses and go into his bank account and take money. That's always an option. <laughs> so there are ways around this. There are you're you are correct. So was it worth it? No. Looking back on it, could I have been less snarky about it? Of course I could have. But in the again, it's that heat of the moment where you're already upset about one thing and you just get frustrated and you lash out. So was it worth it? No. It really wasn't. So on to you. Same question. Well, I was just going to say this example here is very recent, as in this afternoon that you have given us and yes. our wonderful audience. Yes. And that really wasn't a bad one. Like, you didn't harp on that as much as you could have. Mm, I did have some good digs in there. Yeah, but that was one of your lesser ones. You can't think of a time where you might have been... Or or are you saying that the other ones were worth it and, you know, I deserved the full lashings those other times? You know, when I go into that mode, I kind of black out. So I don't always remember (laughs) when some of those happen. Oh, boy. Well, (laughs) I already knew you were mad about the plumbing because I listened into our security camera. Yeah. Yep. I listened to our security camera because I was getting a temperature check to see what I was coming home to today. And all I hear is, I can't even repeat some of the words that were spoken. Yep, I'm sure. Mm Mm-hmm. But I already knew you were mad, but I thought it was at the plumbing situation, not me. Mm, yeah, but you didn't. You didn't do anything to make that situation better. Well, in my defense, as I told you, mm-hmm. as I, you know, try to dig a hole that you had let me out of, <laughs> I typically use that card at the vet because it's allowable. For a $10 charge, not for what that charge was. So I guess I should just let it lie and you realize that it wasn't wasn't worth it. Okay, so what are you overly hard about? I want to read the question again. No. Well, you read the question again because I want to make sure I have it right. Okay, think of a time when you were being a bit more hard on your partner than you needed to be. What was the result and was it worth it? Hmm. I mean, I'm always so gentle and kind and loving and understanding. So I don't think there was a time where I was harder than I needed to be. You disagree? Really? 
Well, may I'll pull you. Maybe I blacked out with rage and I can't remember, you know, the time. Uh, let's see. Fine. I'm just going to keep it generic then because it's been more than one time. With your OCD behaviors. Mm-hmm. I reach a breaking point and every once in a while I'll snap at you for them. Well, how about the fact of trying to get you up and uh, out of bed in the morning? You get really snarky with me. For no reason. I mean, other than the covers are being yanked off me? Because it's 9.30 on a Saturday, and we have we have Best Buy coming to deliver something. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So, okay, fine. So I'm harder on you for that stuff, too. Yes. And was it worth it? Clearly it was not. Clearly it's never worth it. But I think it's making you realize that you do, and when I say you do, couples do, overreact. And like you said, it's the heat of the moment. Yeah. And at the time, everything seems big, but then when you look back at it, you laugh. We laugh about things now. We laugh about those trips all the time that we took where I didn't let you have the map. Yeah, and you knew, now you know better, and you just hand me the map and say, here you go. Yeah. Lead us on. But now you look back and you realize you were being too hard on me back then. Mm, Do I? I never admitted to that one. (laughs) Well, for the sake of argument, let's say you do. Mm, No. Okay, fine. I'm not supposed to lie. Oh, good. That's true. Fine. But the overarching theme is that we tend to be in the heat of the moment as a couple, and couples do. And it's just so easy to fly off the handle and realize it wasn't worth the things you said or the way you handled it. Yeah. Well, any other ones you can think of? Um, not for that question. Oh, you're already thinking about the next question? Yeah. Fine, we'll get into that one in just a moment then. All right, love, we're all anxious to see the second question that you've picked for us. Yep. All right, so the next question is, when it comes to decision making, which one of you tends to be more cautious and why? This is seriously a question? Yes. As if we don't know? Who's answering? You. The answer is you tend to be more cautious. Why? Because you don't like to, you don't like to jump head first into things. And you try to overanalyze it. Which we would talk about work. Or if we're talking, it goes back to what we've talked about in the past where how are you at home versus how you are at work. Because if it was work, I've been told that I need to be more decisive and quick when it comes to decision making. And not be so cautious and worry about what people think. And then be more reactive with my decisions versus overthinking them. But at home, I tend to be the one who jumps the gun. And that's probably, if we want to get to the you know, to the negative side of things, which I'm sure we're all dying to hear how it's how it's my fault, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the times if it comes down to a if it comes down to a not a difficult decision, but a decision that I have shown no interest in, which yes, can be considered selfish, then it's because I don't want to talk about it. So I'm like first choice, best choice type deal. Mm-hmm. 
So I would say overall, I'm not the cautious one. I would say you are the cautious one. Would you like to elaborate or agree, confirm, or deny? Um, well, yes. In most things, I would say I'm more cautious. Um, I've been kind of stepping out of my shell more with being, you know, more impulsive. Um, and ironically enough, it's with, uh, stock trading now. I'm definitely more the impulsive one than you are. So we have a bet going now, um, to see who can make more money with doing the stock market on this app that we just got. Um, so... Not a sponsor. Yeah, no, not a sponsor. Although if they want to be... Well, I'm not going to say no to a good sponsorship. No. Um, but I am a little bit more impulsive with buying shares and sometimes, you know, I do the naughty thing of selling them same day. Tisk, tisk. Um... But I think I'm a little bit more impulsive with that than you are. You just take some time, analyze it. And yes, it's a good idea. Sometimes you just can't, though. You just have to go with your gut feeling. And that's how you make $30 in one day. Yay! Oh, boy. Well, you're just rolling in it. I am. Yeah, you Between know. that and this podcast, why would you ever show your face at work again? You're right. You're right. You know? Become a stay-at-home dog mom until babies come around, and then... Still stay at home, but yeah, with babies. exactly. And a dog. And a dog. And that will keep me plenty busy. And then trade on the stock market. So you're impulsive with money. I am impulsive with money. That's... Is that good? It Well, like I said, I'm impulsive when I think that there's something to gain. If there's not, like, I am in, hemmed and hawed over getting that freezer that we just got downstairs. I'm like, okay, well, why does this seem like this might be too good of a deal? And I'm standing there and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm like, well, you know, to get the other one out of the basement, it might just be worth getting this new one to have the old one hauled away. And yes, it was. (laughs) So you're selective. I'm selective. But most of the time. Most of the time, yes, I am the more cautious one when it comes to making decisions. And why is that? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably just the fact that I like to analyze things and see where the catch is. Does there always have to be a catch? Typically, yes. See, I think that's what the conservative person feels. There's always a catch. When I'm at that way at work, it's because I'm thinking, oh, there's got to be something that's going to snag this up and inhibit things. Mm -hmm. So is that how you are at home with that kind of stuff? Well, like, okay. For instance, with the freezer, you know, they said, oh, well, it's free delivery, but you have to get something like more to get you to that certain percentage where you're not going to be or certain amount where you're not going to be paying finance charge. And it's like, okay, so that's the catch of getting free delivery is you have to buy something more. Now, was it a bad catch? No. In that instance, it wasn't because we got something else that we wanted for that same price and got the free delivery. But I don't know. Um, Let's say, oh, I know one of my coworkers was just having this issue with her cell phone carrier. She was told that she could get a new phone for her and her daughter. And it 
wouldn't raise, she would just be paying for one phone. And so she got them. She was seeing that her daughter's phone was being charged on the, you know, amount. And so she contacts the company and they're like, well, wait a few bills, wait a few bills. It might just take a couple. And then come to find out, they didn't tell her that she needed to be on the highest gig plan. (laughs) So there was a catch that she wasn't told about. So that's a prime example of like, that would be something I'd be like, okay, well, what's the fine print? Is it, am I on the correct plan? Am I, you know, getting the qualified phone or something like that? That would be me doing that research. Well, that's fair. Yeah. I'm so tempted to go into that when you didn't tell me that story. We're going to have to talk about that later. Okay. Well, I just happened to think about it. Anything else you want to say about being conservative? I'm the impulsive one. You're the conservative one, though, most of the time. Mm, no. No? No, I think I think that's pretty. Oh, no, you don't want to say anything. I thought you were disagreeing all of a sudden. Oh, no, no, I, that, that pretty much sums it up. Well, fine. That means that we probably have time for one more question. Yes. All right, well, let's get into that one in just a moment. One more. Okay. One more question. All right. One more for our listeners to suffer through. All right. If they've gotten this far, congratulations. We appreciate you. We adore you. We appreciate the fact that we're close to 2,000 plays. Yes. It's amazing. We're about half the episodes of last season, Mm -hmm. and we're already at almost the same amount of plays as last season. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I know some of that did roll over from last season, but still. That's okay. It's, uh, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. One more question here. And it's one that I found this time. Okay. The question is, and it's fitting because we like to talk about arguments. Mm-hmm. What helps you cool off in the midst of conflict? It doesn't really say with each other. True. I mean, it's all of them are going to go there because this is a marriage podcast. Yep. But what helps you cool off in the midst of conflict? Who's going first? I guess I will. Oh, good. It sounds like you're ready. Yep. All right. So, ironically enough, what helps me to cool off in the middle of conflict is when you storm out and you go somewhere else. Now, I'll tell you why. <laughs> oh, no. When no. he's gone, I feel better. No. No. <laughs> I will tell you why. I cool off a lot faster because I know that when you've left, you're usually, you usually go off like angry or upset or something. And I always have that fear in the back of my mind when you leave. What if he never comes home? Like he gets into a wreck or something like that. I do fear that. And I think that's what kind of like snaps me back into like a better frame of mind. Now, in that same instant, I will track you on your iPad to see where you are to see if, you know, the car's still moving. I and will now that. find your iPhone gets turned off. In oh, will scene. you stop? No. <laughs> I to- I've told you I've used that before. Yeah, I'll forget. Exactly. I'm very forgetful. Yes. So that is something that helps me to cool off is just like knowing that it's not worth going on about something. Unless maybe you take his keys away first and then, you know, fine. That's fine. 
I'll take your key so you can't go anywhere. <laughs> you will stay and you will listen. Yes. That helps you cool off? Yes. <laughs> By arguing more? Well, no, if if you had left. And then that kind of was like, okay, well, let's calm down and let's call him and see, you know, let's make sure he didn't, you know, get into a fiery car crash. How does find your iPhone help you realize that didn't happen? Well, because if it, it moves, it means you're moving. <laughs> I tracked you today. Oh, did you? Oh, did you? I did. Where where was I? Um, the first time I picked you, like picked... I'm turning this feature off. No, I like it. I I can tell it's going off now. <clears throat> um, so I when I first turned it on, you were in Apple Lake and by Sweeney's. I'm really turning this feature off. And I watched you come all the way home. I watched you get on the highway. So creepy. No, it's great. It's not great. And I saw you keep going. You got crazy eyes when you're saying all this. Our (laughs) listeners can't see this, but I can tell you the crazy Uh, eyes are out, and you are. Well, I saw you go around the little ramp and then go up. And do you have a bubblegum statue of me and a shrine of me in your closet (laughs) that I don't know about? Because you're crazy, Uh, Pataki or whatever her last name was. Olga. It was Olga Pataki. Helga. Oh. Olga was the, the sister. sister. I'm Boy. sorry. Helga. Conflict about to rise with our Hey Arnold trivia. Not going to be able to cool off from that. We're going to do Storm Off. That'll just track you. Well, I said it didn't have to be about us. Yeah, that's features coming off. No, I like I'm it. I'm glad you said that because I'm. I like off. it. Of course, then you'll text me, I can't see you. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. you might as well just leave it on. At least you're recorded here going on the record saying that you're cray-cray. Okay, fine. I'm and I did say cray-cray. Okay, I don't care cray. how lame I sound. Okay, I'm cray-cray, cray, I'm crazy, whatever. At least I know where you are and that you're safe. Boy. You know, I know some of our listeners are going to laugh their heads off when they find out I'm being stalked. By your wife? I'm being stalked. By your wife? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still being stalked. Okay. By your wife? Mm-hmm. So how do I cool off? Well, it used to be. It's not as much lately. Not with you. I used to be one of those people that would seclude myself and listen to music, whether it be in the car, which I guess could be whenever it's us and I storm out, quote, quote, storm out. But I used to, as a, as a teenager, you know, one of those angsty teenagers, put myself in my room and start listening to music. And it's funny how you listen to music that you think is cool, but then you look back and you're like, yeah, probably everyone else thought, thought that was dumb. Like when I got a new sound system and I was blaring it at my parents' house, they're probably like, oh my gosh, but they don't say anything. Yes, music. I would listen to some heavy metal, something that, you know, it's kind of like when you break up with somebody. You listen to all those sad songs because it's supposed to make you feel better. You listen to like angry, heavy metal songs when you're angry. To cool off. That's what I do. Or I just set my phone and I scroll through uh, an app that makes me laugh. Or watch videos. Or watch Cheers. I watch Cheers if I'm happy, sad, indifferent. Because you know what? Sometimes you gotta go where everybody knows your name. Uh-huh. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. And sometimes you just have to pull up the app to track you. <sighs> And with that, I think there's nothing else that can be said other than I am being stalked 
By your wife. I'm still being stalked. By your wife. Like all these times. I thought I was being sneaky sneaks by listening into the uh, security camera today. But no. That's every once in a while. And that's usually because I'm trying to get a hold of you because you're not answering your phone. Okay. Yeah. I've I've done it twice. Twice. This is exactly what a stalker says when they've been caught. I can tell you exactly the two times. <laughs> this is exactly what a stalker says when they've been caught. I can tell you the two times that I did it. I only I only stole your your hair that was in the drain two times to add it to my shrine. What is wrong with you? <laughs> it was only twice. I never did it again. What's wrong? I moved with you? on to your used chewing gum. If I wanted to take <laughs> your hair, I would just clip a little while you slept. You seem awfully quick with that answer. <laughs> All right, this conversation's going nowhere fast. Oh, are you not going to let me throw this book across the room? No. Fine, that's fair. I can't think of anything else to say about this one. <laughs> Is it shameless plug time? Yes. Fine. Are you going to shamelessly plug or do no. I have to do it as always? You have to do it as always. I have to do it as always? Fine. Well, then I shall shamelessly plug away. Okay. For those who would like to send us questions, you may do so by sending them to marriage, GBF, that's marriage, good, bad, funny, at gmail.com. You want, to, you want to interrupt and shamelessly plug anything? Nope. All right. Well, fine. I'll continue then. Also, share this with your friends. Tell them they can listen to it on their favorite podcasting sites, such as Spotify and Anchor. And, of course, the most popular of all, Apple Podcasts. We'd be happy to hear from you. Happy to share. Happy that you share this with your friends. And those who want to hear more of us, well, I don't know who you are, but... I, I guess I'll take it. I'm happy about that. Aren't you? Yes, but now you're rambling. So Fine. Well, this is why I was giving you the chance to shamelessly plug. Okay. Well, come see us on our Facebook page. Yep, Facebook page. Like, subscribe, whatever. Yep. Yep. Whatever it yep. is you mm-hmm. do. And then you can also go to our website if you want to become a donor so more great content like this can come <laughs> out. Uh, you left. There's a real place where people can donate. Okay. God bless you all. We'll we'll get to the point one day where we can give out merchandise to people that do such a thing. In the meantime, do it out of the gentleness and kindness of your heart for this season. Tis the season of giving. Help a poor podcaster out. Now that's shameless. Yes, it is. Fine. Any words of wisdom to end this? No, other than the Find Your iPhone app is very useful. Yeah. For those <laughs> for those wives wives. Wipes. wives out there that are cray cray or fiancés or couples remember find your iphone is a very helpful tool not a sponsor but boy it might as well be at this point yep ah well i'm done you done yep fine well this has been marriage the good the bad the funny till next time bye-bye bye-bye